and welcome back. Today is February 21st, 2021, and the topic of this episode is, Are All Carbs Bad? Shedding Light on Carbs. This is a popular question. There is a lot of confusion about carbs in general, and as you have heard me say, there are many, quote, diets with as many misleading information about foods in general, but especially about carbs. I personally define carbohydrates very differently. So today I will shed some light on carbs reputation and be prepared, I will be controversial again. So the first question, are all carbs bad this is a legitimate question because of some terrible and misleading diet fads that come and go every 10 to 15 years. And innocent people, desperate to improve their health, fall for these and try each and every one of them, only to be disappointed after a while because, you guessed it, they are not sustainable and do not work not long-term anyway. I present the case of failed diets in a seminar titled, Reclaim Your Health with Food. I think it may be time to offer that again, since these questions keep coming up. But for now, I will just briefly tell you about the worst diets with their misleading carb theories. First, let me make one thing clear. Carbs are not all bad. The right carbs are absolutely essential for humans and all other omnivores. To refresh your memory, humans, like dogs, mice, chipmunks, bears, and some others, are omnivores. This means our optimal diet should have natural, animal-based protein, yes, from animals, and plant-based carbs. So, some omnivores require a lot more plant carbs than others, but in general, we all need those carbs. I do teach about the good and the bad and the ugly for all uh, carbs, but that's um, a whole other course and I cannot get into that in detail here. Briefly, there are good carbs for all of us omnivores. Next, let me dispute all the extreme diets out there one more time. Honestly, if I get a penny each time someone told me, their doctor, their dietitian, their nutritionist, their personal trainer, or expert friend told them, quote, you should try the keto diet, I would have a significant amount of very useless change by now. Yes, absolutely, I despise these diets. The newest fad, keto. It is the cure-all, fix-all diet. You can lose weight if you need to. You can gain weight and muscle if you like to. You can cure ailments and diseases from cancer to diabetes to Parkinson's to MS to everything in between. And you can eat all the fat you want and be superhuman. Too good to be true? Yes, because it is. And I really hope that this diet fad too dies very, very soon because I'm tired of seeing people try it out of desperation 
only to come to me to fix the damage that the keto has caused. The harm sometimes is very long term, if not permanent. So please, if someone tells you to try the keto diet, cover your ears and walk away very, very fast and never look back. It is terrible, unhealthy, harmful, and just another fad that is not sustainable. So protect your health and avoid diet fads fads altogether, especially the keto diet these days. You need your carbs if you want to live a healthy life for a long time and if you want your body and your brain to function properly. But what carbs? That's a great question. Here is my classification of optimal carbs for humans. If you think or imagine all plants in general, there are generally four major parts. The very top or outer part mostly is the fruit. In other words, the simplest carbs. The next level of complexity includes all flowers and leaves. What I call the light complex carbs. Those are lettuce and kale and collard greens and stuff like that. These are not as simple as fruits, but still in the simple carb category. The next level is medium complex carbs. Stems like asparagus, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and stuff like that. And the most complex carbs are mostly underground, roots and some seeds. These include potatoes, sweet potatoes, beets, yams, which are roots, and some seeds, which also known as pseudo-cereals like quinoa, amaranth, and buckwheat. There you have it. Those pretty much cover all your good carbs. The next question is processing. What is the most beneficial form, preparation, or processing of carbs? In my book, the less processing, the better. So with most vegetables and fruits, eat them raw as much as possible and as much as you tolerate them. The only vegetables I personally do not eat raw are eggplants, potatoes, and onions. They just don't taste good to me in the raw form. Anything else I can, and I do eat a significant amount of them raw. But of course, cooking vegetables is also great. Some beneficial nutrients actually are released as a result of cooking. Baking, sauteing, steaming, occasional grilling, and roasting also are good methods to cook your veggies. As for your most complex carbs, namely the underground, baked, roasted, or mashed roots like potatoes, sweet potatoes, yams, etc. are all great. With seeds or pseudograins, Note, they are not grains. I recommend minimally processed. Quinoa, amaranth, and buckwheat are used as cereal-like foods. They're not grains, but some manufacturers have ruined those too. They come up with, quote, convenient and easy to prepare versions of quinoa that cooks in seconds in the microwave. Personally, I don't recommend those. I suggest you get the whole minimally processed quinoa or amaranth or buckwheat 
We pour quinoa, soak it in water to release the saponin. Some people are sensitive to that. Then rinse and cook. Yes, it takes a bit more time than opening a package and microwaving, but I guarantee it, it tastes better and it is better for you. The complex carbs, notably the roots and seeds, have great amount of good fiber, many of which are not broken down and digested by your body. And this makes them good for the colon health. Most of the unprocessed seeds are also low on the glycemic load, which makes them healthy with respect to raising blood sugar. When these healthy seeds or pseudograins are processed, these good qualities are stripped away. So do not mess with your carbs. Have them whole, unprocessed, and as close to their original natural state as possible. The next question is flowers. First, I want to clarify that flowers were introduced in our diet together with grains as a result of industrial revolution and our becoming lazy and cheap. So there are lots of foods that we have adopted and grown to like as a result of that. One of these food groups is flowers that we have created from processing grains to make breads, which is a very cheap way to feed ourselves. Let's face it, a loaf of bread is very cheap to make and it lasts a lot longer than fresh vegetables and it is kind of filling, but how nutritious is it? As you may know by now, I am against all grains, gluten and non-gluten. All grains are bad for us and we're never part of our natural diet. These include wheat, oats, teff, bulgur, millet, spelt, all ancient grains, rice and corn, especially rice and corn. So if you are told you are gluten sensitive, be very careful about what they tell you to eat instead. Gluten-free products are 100 times worse. This is another diet fad if you ask me gluten-sensitive and gluten-free. It is not just gluten, it is all grains. And there are not only some people who are sensitive, like people with Crohn's and celiac. I call those people somewhat lucky because their bodies are really and seriously rejecting these toxic ingredients. And therefore, they are forced to avoid them, which I feel it's a blessing. The rest of us are not so fortunate though. Uh, we are misinformed about grains and are told we should eat them, but we should not unless we want to trigger and promote serious long-term inflammation. Rice has lots of carcinogens. It contains high amounts of arsenic, which is a known carcinogen. It does not matter if it is whole rice, black rice, brown rice, organic rice, or white basmati rice. It is all bad. Corn, as you know it, is a genetically modified organism. Corn was never ever meant to be eaten by us or other mammals and most animals. It was genetically modified to be a cheap food crop for humans and cattle. Do yourself a favor. Avoid grains, especially gluten-free grains. 
like the plague. Last but not least, how about all the baked goods we have come to love so much? People seem to think they cannot live without bread. I used to be one of them. I suggest you buy and read the book Life Without Bread. But there is good news. I will make it up to you. You can have your bread and eat it too. Yes, grain-free bread or any other flour-based good based foods are no longer a fantasy. There are many great substitutes for grain-based flours. I eat waffles and pancakes on a daily basis without grains. The fun part of it is to experiment with all different grain-free flours and find your favorite for your taste and your recipes. Note, do not fall for the paleo diet either. It is not as bad as most others, but that too is a fad with some flaws. If you want to learn more, you know where to find me. I'm always thankful for the people who provide me with inspiration for my podcasts. So reach out if I can help or if I can answer a burning question. I am up for the challenge and certainly need inspiration all the time. Thank you for listening today and every week. And thanks to those who provided me with the inspiration for this episode. So listen, reach out and send me your thoughts. Here's how to reach me. Email at contact at drlale.com or message me on Facebook, Dr. Lale PhD. Until next week, to your health and happiness.